to the podcast. I cannot believe it has been so long. I think it's been a couple of weeks since I last recorded a podcast and I'll kind of explain why and just plans for the future and everything, but I'm just so happy to be here. I love podcasting and it's something that just brings me a lot of joy and I know that there are so many people who appreciate the podcast, you know, aside from my videos and Instagram, they just particularly like the podcast and that is why I can't believe it's been so long since I've recorded with you guys, but I'm just so excited to chat with you guys. We have so much to catch up on. Today's episode is actually going to be about my new year goals, intentions, resolutions, whatever you want to call them. I think that everyone kind of labels them differently, but they all essentially are the same thing. And I know people have really strong opinions about new year goals and the kind of people who make them. I'm just going to say my approach. I am not a new year hater. I think any chance for someone to try to, you know, make new goals for themselves, make changes in their life for the better. I think that it's okay to encourage that and yeah there are some people who don't commit to them and yeah if you're making absolutely crazy goals the chances of you keeping them are probably going to be quite slim but I love it I'm a very reflective person I like to reflect on years and kind of like the highs and the lows and I think especially for me this past year of my life was such a year of consistency of you know nothing really wild happened compared to the year before which was a lot of moving to Texas and getting married and you know having our first apartment together all these changes you know still doing YouTube full-time for a year for the first time and all those things were such big changes in my life but the past year I have found while there haven't been any crazy changes in my life it has been just consistently putting in hard work consistently choosing to find joys in life and it has been such a fulfilling year for me such a I mean honestly just a really great year a great year of being consistent at the things that I know God has called me to do consistent with the talents that he's given me and consistent at working at the things that I struggle in which there are quite a few of those things and a few of those I'll kind of share I actually wrote out all these goals on the plane when I was headed home from Park City because if you guys follow me on TikTok I've made this TikTok before about how every time I ride on planes I always end up crying (laughs) just looking out the window because it's the best place to reflect you know unless you buy the wi-fi you have no one trying to contact you you feel so removed from reality and so it was such a good time for me just to sit and really reflect on my life the things that I liked the things that I want to keep up but also the things that I would like to change I am not naturally a dreamer at all I've also talked about this a lot my brain just does not look ahead five ten years and think you know what do I want my life to be like I'm very much someone who lives day to day I'm a very practical person I focus on the tasks that are right on hand and I find when I make a to-do list the things that are very practical and easy to complete or not necessarily easy but just very straightforward those are the things that I gravitate towards doing first and then all the things that are maybe you know sending an email that I don't necessarily want to send or having to plan out things and really like be creative even though I do think that I'm a creative person things that just aren't super practical are harder for me And so when it comes to goals, it's a really good opportunity for me just to be more of a dreamer. And it's one of the reasons why I'm so thankful that I'm with Aiden. And I think especially when you're dating and, you know, finding that person that you want to spend the rest of your life with, if that's what you want to do, it's so important to find someone who shares values with you, but also pushes you in areas that you are weak in. And he has always encouraged me to be more of a dreamer in my life. And I look at my life right now and I never thought I would be working a social media job full-time. I never thought I would be 
making these videos, making this podcast, all these things, but I am. And so it makes me think, what areas of my life can I also dream more in? I missed a couple of episodes on here primarily because we were traveling. We had back-to-back trips. One was in Park City and then one was in West Texas. And there was one day in between these trips. And I also was editing videos while I was on these trips to post. Not because I felt that I had to. I do think it's okay to take a break, but I really feel blessed to do what I do. And I never want to take it for granted. And so I just don't like like leaving for periods of time it's not me it's not something that I I I don't know for me it doesn't feel that I need to retreat from this to take a break because when I'm editing especially primarily videos it doesn't really feel like work to me it feels very much like something that brings me joy it's a creative outlet for me and I love getting to communicate with people in the comments of my videos it just brings me so much happiness it is a lot with doing two videos a week I've been trying to do three a week too as well and then when we were traveling everything was just thrown off so I had originally planned on recording this podcast while we were in West Texas to go up but if you guys didn't see that vlog I had like a scare with my dad. My dad actually passed out on one of the hikes because he was dehydrated, but in the moment we didn't know that. And it was really scary. If you want to watch that vlog, it's on my channel. It's our West Texas vlog. I kind of share that, but it was really scary. And that was the day that I was actually supposed to record this podcast. And it just totally did not feel right at all. I was very shaken up that day. Scary seeing, you know, your parent in a position where they pass out. It's just really scary, especially when you don't know what's going on. You're in Big Bend National Park where there's not a lot of reception and it was just a bit crazy. And so this podcast didn't get recorded and I don't like to make excuses because it should have been done before then, but it just wasn't. And I'm just moving on and I'm here today and I'm going to be here for the next weeks and weeks after that. So I'm so thankful that you guys are here. I hope you guys all had a great Christmas and New Year. I do think that I'm a bit behind with sharing these goals. I love listening to these right when the New Year hits. And so I feel like, oh my gosh, this should have been up earlier but it's not it's up now and that's okay I guess my high and low for the past week I'm such a reset person I love coming back and getting back into a routine and I think something that I'm really thankful for right now is just my fitness routine that I have Ada and I have been doing these f45 classes twice a week and they are so much they're not necessarily fun when you're doing them but I have never been someone who really consistently went to one workout class before I did a little bit of Pilates and bar in New York. It has been so fun, especially doing them with Aiden. We only go twice a week. I I don't know. I sometimes like the idea of getting a full membership, but I don't think I could go there five, six days a week, which I try to work out five days a week because I would be absolutely dead. But it's nice when you show up somewhere consistently because the trainers know how much to push you. They know how to work you harder. And I definitely know we go, if you're in Dallas, we go to the old East Dallas location and we really love Brandon, the trainer. He's a really great trainer and just really pushes you. I think he owns a few of them in Dallas, but particularly his classes. I've just found that, you know, when I'm using too light of weights, he'll come switch out my weights because he knows that like, hey, you should be going a little bit harder. And I have just gotten so much stronger in these classes. And it's so fulfilling when you're working out and feeling yourself gaining muscle and feeling stronger and classes that used to be really hard for me are slowly getting easier not easier when you know you should also be up in your weights and everything but it's just been really fulfilling and I know workout classes are expensive I mean we pay I think it's $35 every two weeks 
to get four classes and you also have to pay that for Aiden too. So it's not cheap, but I really believe that fitness is something that's worth investing in regardless of if it's the new year or not. I mean, this is something we started doing in November, I think. And I'm just so happy to be back from traveling, to be back into my workouts because they really do bring me so much mental clarity and I'm so thankful for that. And I guess for my low, I don't even really have a low and I haven't had a ton of lows lately. I do think, I think the only low is I really, really, and this is something I'll talk about in my goals, but we are definitely craving a new home, a new spot to live. I was walking cash the other day near our apartment. I just looked into this car and there was literally like that V for Vendetta ski mask chilling in the car. And I say that because I just don't love where we live right now. And I'm also struggling with not knowing where we want to move because we don't know if we're ready to kind of like live that suburb life yet. But I really want a new home and I want to be in a place where I feel like I can comfortably walk cash and just feel safe and not appreciate where I'm at. I love our apartment so much, but I think as we've been here for coming on two years, I'm kind of craving something new and have been a bit frustrated with where we live and just kind of a lot of different things that I'll maybe talk about in another video, but that is probably my only low and that's me reaching for a low because there really isn't that much. But with that being said, let's go ahead and get into these goals. The first one is a really practical one, and this is something that I want to work on because it is not my natural instinct, and that is just to host people more often. I'm very thankful to have a space that feels very warm and comfortable, and I'm so meticulous and tedious about keeping it neat, but I find myself not being inclined to be the kind of person who always welcomes people over. And this sounds so bad to say out loud. And I always see people I follow on like YouTube and Instagram talk about how they just like love hosting people and they love welcoming people into their home. But for me, it almost makes me kind of anxious sometimes because I think, you know, I don't have all the right dinnerware or even if I do love the way my home looks and everything, I just always feel like it's maybe not good enough and I'm also just naturally an introvert. I'm not a very extroverted person and so I do think over the years I have gotten better at being able to hold a conversation with people and being able to make friends easily. I try to be very warm and welcoming with people but for some reason inviting people over and even as someone who likes to cook too. I mean, if you guys follow me on Instagram and YouTube, you know, I love cooking. I love cooking meals. And I found myself on the plane when I was writing this and thinking of things. I was questioning, why do I just not feel inclined to have people over more? Because growing up, my family was always the kind of family who they would be in church groups and would just always be welcoming people over with their kids. And it's just so refreshing getting to share pieces of your home with other people, but it's not my natural instinct to do. And so in the new year, I'm not putting a crazy number on this because I know when you set goals, you should also share how you're actually going to achieve them too. And maybe part of this is because we live in an apartment that it's kind of hard to get to. And a lot of the people that we hang out with, they don't live in Dallas proper. And a lot of people don't like driving to Dallas because the driving culture is not very fun here. And it's not a great place to, I don't know. I don't want to play that up too much because I'm sure people are like, Michelle, the traffic is not that bad. People aren't that bad of a drivers, but it's just kind of feels like a battle every time you get in your car in Dallas. But I also don't want those things to be excuses. And I think it's important just to 
have people over. And I mean, we took family photo we took family photos a couple days ago. And this was the first time in forever that my entire family has been together because I have four siblings. I'm the youngest of five. And then three of my siblings are married and have kids. And so our family is huge. And we managed to get everyone in a family photo, which was so sweet. But my brother and my sister-in-law who live in New York City, they were in town. I found myself regretting, you know, why didn't I have them over? Like they should have came over. And so I just want to be more intentional about sharing our home with other people and bringing people in that I genuinely want to be around and want to share my life with because that's just not my natural instinct. And I think that God has blessed us with so much, I don't know, like financial blessings to be able to steward a home well. And I just question why do I don't, you know, put myself out there to invite people over more. So I'm hoping to do that and I want to do that and I plan to do that in the new year. Number two, I kind of already touched on a bit, but that's just to keep pushing myself to get physically stronger. This has been, I mean, I talked about it. This has been so good for me and my mental health. And if you guys have listened for a while, you know, there was a period last year where I actually went on antidepressants because I was just unsure if I've always struggled with insomnia and it's gotten so much better in the past, I would say six months or so. And I realized that sometimes when you push yourself in a way that you don't think you can achieve mentally, it's so good for your mental health. That didn't really make sense at all. (laughs) I think that there are so many things in our world, and we've learned this especially over the past couple of years, that we can't control. But when you put that energy and that anxiety to use in a workout, it really feels so good. And I'm not talking about mental health in a sense of, you know, chemical imbalance. I think that I was trying to run to something to fix issues that weren't actually a chemical imbalance for me personally, but I know that that is something that a lot of people struggle with. I have people in my family who struggle with that, so I'm not discounting that at all, but I would so recommend if you feel mentally chaotic, if you feel that there are just so many parts of your life that aren't very stable to push yourself in a fitness area. I think something that I've learned is when you wake up for a workout class or when you commit to going at 6 30 at night and you sign up you're making a promise to yourself and when you keep making that promise to yourself every single day or three days a week it's amazing to see what other promises that you keep to yourself in your life and I think it teaches you a lot about commitment. I was on my dance team in high school and I learned so much about you know, the purpose of getting up early and getting somewhere just for the sake of being a part of a team. And it teaches you discipline, which is so good for our lives. And I just realized that that is so good for me, more so than a self-help book or a motivational podcast, like just physically doing it and not thinking about it. And I don't know, doing it with someone else too. It's just so nice to be able to do specifically something that I think about two years ago, no, three years ago, when I came home, or was that three years ago? I don't even know how long ago that was. When we were preparing for our wedding, one of my goals, and even at the time this was a shallow goal, but I wanted to have just more toned arms. I've never been someone who like had defined shoulder muscles or anything because in a wedding dress, your arms really show, which again, shallow goal, but I could hardly do a few push-ups and I couldn't do them properly. But today we were working out and there was one of the stations where you had to do 10 push-ups and then I think it was four push-up jacks or whatever and I just did it and I didn't think about it and it was so much easier than when I tried to do three three years ago and 
it's just so fulfilling. And so I just want to keep that up in the new year. I just want to keep getting stronger and keep making those promises to myself when it comes to fitness. Number three is just to keep finding rhythm in my relationships. This is another one that's kind of just something that I did last year that I want to continue doing this year. And this one's kind of weird to explain and it's more so just a feeling. So I don't really know how to put it into words, but I remember when we were driving a park city, we were, we ended up doing a road trip up there because of just like COVID and everything. We just thought it would be safer. And we had also always wanted to do this drive before. And we figured, you know, Aiden doesn't get a ton of time off of work because he works a traditional nine to five. And we had always wanted to do that road trip. So we just decided to drive there. But I remember along the way, there was a winter storm warning and I grew up in Texas. So we don't drive in snow. And when it snows, it is chaos because no one knows how to drive in snow. And so I was really worried because Park City too is up on a mountain. It's not a particularly easy drive to get there when there's a winter storm and I was so nervous but I remember Aiden was the one who drove literally basically the entire road trip first off I like driving but he really likes driving so he ended up doing most of the drive but he was driving in the snow and he was so calm and so collected while my brain was so anxious and it just reminded me that there are rhythms within your relationship and the beauty of having strengths that someone else doesn't have and having weaknesses that someone else has and how those things balance each other out. And I think especially within a marriage, it's so easy to feel discontent. And it was so fun within that road trip and just being together for the past two weeks of having that spontaneous road trip and feeling connected, being in the car for 10 hours a day and just getting to know each other better. And it's so special. And I know like marriage isn't obviously for everyone, but it is a really sweet thing when you get to grow up with someone too and get to live your life with that person. And I just want to continue finding rhythm with him and rhythm within our marriage and just remembering that when times are hard because you do, you'll argue within a relationship, you do disagree about things and it's not always going to be this honeymoon high after your wedding, but it's so cheesy, but you really do love this person so much more throughout the years. And I just want to continue to remember that just because it's a low now doesn't mean it's always going to be a low or even if it's a high right now to just always appreciate that high and just continue finding that rhythm. Number four is just pressing into curiosity and no matter form that that is. So for me, this is something that I don't think I've ever talked about and I don't think a lot of people know in my life either, but I love Quora. If you guys don't know, Quora is kind of a question website where you can ask a question and anyone can kind of submit an answer. But Anytime I don't know something or, or watching a film, I want to know where the film took place or I want to know a fact, I always look on Quora and it's just so fun to learn new things and something that I want to continue doing in the new year and into 2022 is just having a curious approach to life. An area that I've been trying to do this more is just on health and kind of wellness. I'm reading this book right now on fertility and I'm not trying to get pregnant right now, but obviously that is something that I would like to happen in the next few years or so and so I do want to learn more about you know what affects fertility and how to just prepare for that stage of life and it's been so incredible reading about our bodies and how everything works together all these small things that you just never thought about and quite honestly I don't know if I just didn't pay attention but I don't really remember learning that much about those things in health class either I just realized I don't really know that much about my particular female body and it's just so beautiful and for me as a woman it's so empowering reading about 
all these different things that our bodies can do and it's just so beautiful. It's been really sweet getting to read this book and just to learn and and even this is a behavior I want to carry on to my work too because with YouTube when I've been doing it for so long it is really easy to get caught up and just doing the same old same old or you know not always trying new things and something that I think I did really well the past year with my channel was just trying different things. Trying videos that weren't necessarily just vlogs but videos to help other people or ideas that you know I haven't seen other people do this but I think someone might appreciate it and I remember there was a video I did on it was like 15 ways to stop living a chaotic life and I thought you know this isn't going to do very well this is very random and the video did well but it was one of those ideas that I just committed to and I made and I let my curiosity run me through it and it worked and I just want to keep doing that in the new year and just never forget to have a curious attitude towards life because when I read the bible and I read the especially Genesis in particular how God created the world and how he created us and how he created us with all these creative tendencies one of my favorite books about these kind of topics is Garden City it's a really great book if you're looking for something on this and how you know faith intertwines with our work and our creativity and yeah I find with my platforms online and everything that things do perform the best when I have a curious attitude about them and a curious heart and just continue to have that sense of wonder about what I'm creating what I'm putting out so I want to continue having that in the new year if one of your goals in the new year is to cook more at home I have a very special announcement to make that you guys should definitely use every plate if you guys watch my youtube channel you know how much I love cooking with every plate every plate is actually one of the most affordable meal kits which is awesome I believe one of their meals comes out to the price of a cup of coffee which is so great it also makes it so easy to cook at home because everything is pre-portioned for you and something that I know with a lot of meal kits is I find that there's a lot of waste there's a lot of plastic there's a lot of containers but when I started using every plate which I use all the time I noticed that their ingredients are kind of packaged to the most minimal amount that is necessary which is great you don't feel like you're throwing away a lot of trash and it also cuts down on those trips to the grocery store because sometimes that can be really stressful when you're trying to meal plan and prep and buy all the ingredients it just makes life so much more simple we use every plate all the time I love their recipes for me it's really nice because I don't have to spend the time to actually look on Pinterest or Google and try to find recipes everything's just laid out for me on those nights where I'm just not feeling super creative and the meals just taste really great I always cook them in my YouTube videos because they're just so nice and so flavorful and a good way to actually get to cook at home you can choose between 17 recipes that change each week and you can swap out the proteins veggies and sides so if you're on a certain diet you can cater it to your needs and i'm so thankful they actually gave me a coupon code to share with you guys you guys can try every plate for just 179 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering the code michelle reed 179 that is you guys can get every plate for just $1.79 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering the code michelle reed 179 which is up to a 104 value which is awesome so It'll be linked in the show notes of this episode if you guys want to check it out and I would highly recommend. Number five is very practical but that is just putting a certain amount of money down on a house and buying a house and this is knowing that I'm not going to hold myself to at least on actually getting a house because there are things that we can't control and I don't want to get too caught up in the rat race of trying to purchase our first house where we make a decision that we regret and obviously you want to buy a home that 
feels like the right home and that feels as if God has really orchestrated everything. And so for me and for us, we want to do everything that we can do in our control to make that happen. But if there are other factors that happen that are beyond our control, we can rest easy knowing that, okay, we tried and we did everything we could. And one of those things was actually having a certain amount of money. And I'm not going to say like the amount, but there has been a number that we know that we want to put down on a house. Regardless of the price of the house that we get, we want to put 20% down on house. It's just something I've always wanted to do and always have felt very like goal oriented to do. I don't have a ton of number goals, but that's one that, and whether that amount is at least 20% of, you know, the max price of the home that we want to buy and very much buying a house that is within our means too. I am not in the business of trying to say I can afford something when I can't. So I'm not saying that, but it's actually really exciting as I'm recording this today, I just put the amount of money that completed the amount that we needed which is so awesome and such a fulfilling thing and I just feel very thankful for that because over the past year and I think within our marriage the first year we were married we were definitely figuring out how to do finances and how we did them together because you do have to learn a lot and I do feel very thankful that we have been able to do it together because it's, I mean, for me and my personality, it's been so much easier to hit goals when I know we're both working towards it and knowing that we're putting off purchases to be able to do things in the future and delaying gratification. And over the past year, I think we really got into a rhythm of setting aside the tax money, setting aside the rent money, having, you know, a tendency to put things into savings before putting them aside, you know, having the emergency fund. I think I want to do a video on like a financial reset for the new year too. So let me know if that's something you'd be interested in. I don't know exactly what that would look like right now, but I've been watching a lot of finance related videos. And that's not to say that money ultimately brings you happiness either, but it does make life easier when those things are in order and I just want to be a good steward of the money that God has blessed us with and just work with it in the way that it's meant to be worked with. And so if the right house comes around and if everything is set up, then that money is there and ready to be used to be set aside. And that doesn't include like closing fees. And I know that there are so many other fees when you're buying a house beyond just putting a certain amount of money down. But for us, it just feels good that we hit that goal and and yeah, I would really love to buy a house when our lease is up in July, but we'll see if that happens. I'm just praying and praying if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And if not, I'm still moving out of this apartment and we're going to be moving somewhere else. But regardless of if we own or rent, um, we know that we've done everything that we could. Um, number six is just to go on more road trips. This is a very simple one, but I had so much fun over the past two weeks just getting to road trip and see new places and share those memories with Aiden and to learn about other places and to see other people. And at the same time, it also makes me appreciate our home more. Every time I come back, I always feel very refreshed and content with my routine after traveling. So I wanna do that more. I'm also really excited because I actually just booked this treehouse Airbnb that I've always wanted to book because I always see it in those articles about the coolest Airbnbs and it books up like a year in advance and I was checking it the other day and I realized there was a weekend in August that it was open so it might be a little bit hot in Texas but I just booked that and that'll be a fun road trip to do and just doing more of those spontaneous things because I think it's good for a marriage to have those times. I'm not someone who thinks you know like 
my ultimate fulfillment doesn't come through traveling, but I'm not going to lie that it is really special getting to see new places. And I definitely want to do that more in 2022. Number seven is just to cling to what is good. If you guys watch my videos, you know, I posted a couple months ago that, or not even a couple months ago, I think this was like during right before Christmas. I was just dealing with kind of a state of gloom, a state of doom and just being overwhelmed and having this inclination to operate out of fear, which really isn't like me. I'm not usually that kind of like personality type or not personality type, but that's just not naturally what I kind of come to when I'm struggling with something. And in the new year, I just want to try to focus more on focusing on what is good and focusing on what God says is good. One of my favorite verses is Philippians 4.8. It's the way I want to live my life. Paul says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And I love the simplicity of that verse. And I love the fact that, and that verse isn't saying to just gloss over hard things, but there is so much in the world that we can't control and I have found that it often helps people when you're living a life that is focusing on good and it inspires other people to do that as well. And so I actually wrote out the opposites of those things because I was thinking, you know, what are the things that we shouldn't focus on then? And it was things that are false, things that are dishonorable, things that are tainted, shameful. And I think that we're so affected by what we listen to and what we read and what we watch and a lot of the things that sell are all those things not the good things or the things that are shameful the things that are dishonorable and I just want to live my life in a way where I'm focusing on what is truly good it sounds very flowery and simple but I think that we have to be so vigilant in pursuing what is good there are so many distractions and it takes really setting your heart and your mind having people around you to also encourage you and I just want to live my life more like that and I don't want to be constantly focusing on things that just aren't aren't good and aren't praiseworthy by his standards. Number eight is not to take criticism from people that I wouldn't take advice from. I remember Natalie Barbu on Instagram. She had shared this graphic about how she shared this graphic and it was kind of showing that you should only really take advice. I, I'm butchering it. I wish I brought up the graphic, but it was showing that you really need to listen to the people in your inner circle first before getting opinions from people that are three circles beyond that. And it used to be like, for me, where I said, you know, I only struggle with this because I do YouTube, I do Instagram, you get a lot of different opinions. But I think increasingly, with the state of the world and with how virtual our world is becoming, I think that this is something that other people deal with a lot too. And even if it's people that you know physically who are criticizing you that you wouldn't take advice from, you just weren't meant to take advice from everybody and I think that that's one of the most freeing things and I've learned over the past couple of years or so that I only really want to listen to people that when I'm looking at them they're living a life and emulating the values that I wish to have myself and I think that's the thing that gets so tricky when you're getting anonymous criticism from people online you don't know if that's true and I think that criticism is totally valid and we do make mistakes and it's so important to have that as well. But it can really make you spiral when you don't know if people are doing it with your best interest at heart or if they're doing it for an alternative reason. So I think this also helps fight against just the trap to compare yourself to. And it's just something that I want to 
continually work on in my life because it's continually something that I need to. Number nine is just to throw myself into more uncomfortable situations. So a couple months ago or probably a month and a half ago, I actually went with my dad to Colorado and he was trying to do some business stuff related to influencer marketing with his job. And he said, you know, would you want to come along and just kind of help me out? And I said, you know, why not? I've never been to Colorado. I'd love to visit. So I went with him. And I remember we walked into a meeting and it was about 10 other people. And these were CEOs, COOs, just creative people that were in positions of power. And they were asking me questions about influencer marketing. And it is so fun for me to talk about things where I think that I have experience in, where I have knowledge of. And it almost felt more like college because there were so many situations that I would just throw myself into. Situations with public speaking and like meeting new people when it comes to friendships and I was watching Monica Church on YouTube and she was making a video on being a real estate agent and how her life has kind of changed over the years and she was talking about how people label themselves as you know I'm just not a social person and she was like well have you even tried to exercise the muscle of being more social and I think when it comes to uncomfortable situations they make us so much stronger and I want to keep exercising that muscle of being thrown into situations that might scare me but are actually good for me and saying yes to things more and just not being intimidated by things that I might label as uncomfortable or just not really me because I think as we get into adulthood I love mundane life like I get a bit too comfortable in mundane life but every day is kind of the same and you have to seek out those opportunities to continue to grow because we do grow so much when we're teenagers and throughout college and I just want to be really expectant about those opportunities to grow more and to pursue them more. And the last one is one that I have just felt personally convicted about over the past year because I have not been great at this at all. And that is just actively praying for people around me and my family and Aiden. I have a very bad tendency of always trying to take things into my own hands and thinking, you know, if I'm just productive enough or if I'm just clean enough or if I just work hard enough I can make it happen but so many things in life that we should be taking to prayer and should be asking God for guidance in and I think especially within a marriage I read this book it was the power of a praying wife and it was very convicting to see how instead of wanting to nag or get bitter about certain situations you know our instinct should be to pray for our spouse or pray for our family whatever situation that you're in in all realms of life I think when it comes to my prayer life I have a tendency to just pray for certain things or just list off things I'm grateful for but I'm not actively praying about my fears and my anxieties that I maybe don't share with other people and I felt specifically convicted in this about marriage too and just wanting to pray more for Aiden and his career fulfillment and his spiritual life and his safety like you just don't think about I'm going off about Dallas driving, like praying for his safety when he goes out and drives somewhere and drives to work. And I just want it to be something that it comes more naturally to me instead of it being something that I have to kind of write on a to-do list or something. I just always remember when I was around my parents, my parents would pray before road trips. They would pray before meals, obviously, but they would pray in those times that you don't think to, but it's really important to. And so I want to grow in my prayer life and just be more obedient in that way and just to believe in the power of prayer more. So that's something that I'm going to 
do in 2022. And those are all my goals. I think that there might be more that come up along the way and when I just kind of get into the new year and see what I want, but I'm so excited. I've been feeling just so fulfilled by what I'm doing and what I'm sharing online and life in general lately and I'm just so thankful to be in this phase of my life right now and I wanted to say thank you to you guys because a lot of the reason why all these goals are possible are because you guys listen because you guys watch my videos and I never want to take that for granted and obviously I talked about that in the beginning of this episode it makes me feel bad when I take a break or slip up because I'm so thankful to do this and you guys mean so much to me and if you appreciated this episode if you appreciate any of my content you can always leave a review on the podcast it definitely helps people find it I would definitely appreciate that and also if you ever want to tag me in a story when you're listening I love to see that and I miss seeing those because I haven't been posting my podcast episodes so let me know if you guys are listening to this episode let me know if you enjoyed I always respond to those story tags because they really make me happy especially on Mondays when I wake up and see them after posting them so early so I hope you guys are well I hope this motivates you to also make goals again I know new year resolutions aren't for everyone and I know new year goals are just not everyone's things but I think even if you just make a few goals that can make your new year better I definitely think it's worth it oh and also if you have any guests that you want me to have on in the new year feel free to let me know I have a list that I keep on my phone when people actually submit them like via Instagram DMs which is also linked in the show notes if you guys want to check out my Instagram you can just DM me there and I will see who we should have on because I have a few ideas but I know that there are a lot of people who listen to this podcast for a lot of different reasons some people like it because it makes them feel like they're with a friend when you're you know working or cleaning or whatever some people enjoy it because you know they get advice from it they get inspiration they get motivation which is great and then I know a lot of people like the faith-based elements of things so also just let me know what you like to get from the podcast because obviously with the new year and kind of going in I just want to always be having fresh ideas and to be welcoming new ideas so let me know I'm so thankful for you guys I'll catch you guys in my next episode bye friends (music)